Discover the leader in you with the leadership linebacker, Dr. Jason Carthen, former New England Patriot turned PhD. I bring a new brand of inspiration and passion to audiences worldwide. Having served and consulted with Fortune 500 companies, the National Football League Players Association, and the White House, each week I will prescribe empowering, motivational, and life-changing medicine for your soul. Now, it's time to discover the leader in you. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Discover the Leader in You. I'm your co-host, Mariti Carthen, in the studio with Dr. J. And today we have a very special guest. But before we introduce her, let me tell you what the topic is going to be about. It's about how personality plays a role in your public relations, which is huge. So grab a pen and a notebook, take some notes down, and here's the number to call in with your questions. It's 1-888-281-1110. And for all of our listening audiences, we also have a special bonus for you. For tuning in today, we're going to extend our 20% off to you. Visit the website at jasoncarthen.com. Be sure to type in I Speak Life to get your materials. And Dr. J, I'll turn it over to you. All right. Thank you, Gorgeous. You know, I don't know what to do with myself. This is like two weeks in a row. You're back and Ah, you know, I feel much better. We could, She's just laughing at me in the studio. So, hey, everybody, again, welcome to Season 3, Episode 13 of Discover the Leader in You. And I really have a question for you today. It's going to be an amazing show, but, you know, my question is related to how do you want to be perceived when it comes to your personal and professional life? As human beings, we all want to be seen really in a certain way, you know, because of how we're wired as human beings. But what exactly is the ideal way to be perceived by others? Well, I think personality plays a huge role in answering that question and ultimately is where the rubber meets the road. For example, does your personality drive you to be cast in your own personal stage play where you are seen as the life of the party? Or maybe you're an introvert and you reluctantly engage with others or take the stage just to share from a humanitarian standpoint. Regardless of which category you fall into when it comes to public relations or PR, we all must craft a very specialized and specific message that identifies who we are and ultimately how we want to be perceived if we're going to be successful in life and business. Now, this is not a small task, and thankfully, we have a superstar joining us in the studio to help us understand the business of PR and how personality plays a role in the success or failure of your public relations. Cindy V's of Cindy V's and Associates will give us keen insights on how to navigate the wonderful opportunities that come with PR or avoid the potentially explosive PR landmines, you know. So I want to really introduce you to a very special lady. I mean, just she's going to give me a hard time behind this, I know, because I call her a superstar because more importantly than what you do for a living or anything like that is how you serve other people. And at the end of the day, Cindy has really carved out just an amazing life for herself. You know, she's going through a lot, and I'm not going to steal her thunder, but she's just an amazing lady. So without further ado, after co-owning a family service business for 20 years in southwest Orlando and working six years in building community partnerships through a rural county chamber of commerce, she left a place of transition in July of 2014 to live and walk daily in the amazing place of building relationships through public relations and marketing consulting. 
Cindy calls it building bridges, and it is a passion to bring businesses together with other businesses, people together with other people, and people with resources over cultural, age, and geographic barriers. She says it's an incredible honor every single day to work side by side with clients to bring them closer to their goals through relationship building and social media. She truly enjoys providing for motivational speakers, athletes, authors, musicians, and organizations, both professional and those that really work in the community. Now, at the end of the day, she was born in Bonifay, Florida, reared in Orlando, and now resides in North Florida. Cindy is the proud mother of six beautiful children and also, of note, a breast cancer survivor. Cindy, how are you today, sis? I am just great today, and I thank both you, Dr. and Mrs. Carson, for having me on the show today. It really, really is an honor. Oh, well, hey. We're definitely excited to have you on, and uh, just congratulations on surviving breast cancer. I mean, that's just in itself uh, a blessing in disguise, but for you to be able to survive and share your story with others and, and be a blessing to others, we're we're honored to have you on our show. Well, thank you. We I just crossed the five-year mark uh, post-chemo, and uh, every day it's just a blessing to be able to wake up and, and enjoy another day. And every day, I just have to say, too, that Every day um, I am inspired by the work of both of y'all, both of y'all's energy and, and your passion for helping people. And, and the messages that y'all, um, that y'all share daily, the positive messages, um, they really apply to people, not just in business, but in, in everyday life. And, and I have to say that through my course of, of cancer, that fight, it was really the positive uh, influences and the positive personalities in my life that really, really made a difference. The prayers of family, the smiles of my children, but really those that just every day encouraged. Um, and so that was one of the places where um, just, you know, a positive uh, attitude was so, so vital. So thank you to y'all because you you both really, really do convey such positive messages to oh, folks that need it. So Thank, thank you, you, Cindy. <laughs> and that's why you're a superstar. <laughs> <laughs> That's good stuff right there. I, I tell you what, I mean, I don't I don't even want to dive into these uh, questions that I have for you just yet. I, I think people need to understand that we all are really a product of our life stories. And Cindy, I was looking at your one sheet and I was looking at some of the pictures on the website and just, man, you have you have a story to tell, and that's not the subject of today's show, but I think people would really be able to glean some things from just the level of resilience that you've been able to call up, I mean, over the years, and then to finally understand that your purpose is to be able to help people and walk in that when it started with the Chamber of Commerce and then venturing out on your own as an entrepreneur Cindy, what would be one nugget, and I'm putting you on front street, what would be one nugget that you would maybe give to someone who may have been in your situation, you know, maybe experiencing some challenges, but, you know, they knew they needed to move forward. What would that nugget be for them in order to allow them to move forward on this day, April 23rd? That one nugget would be to surround yourself with positivity, Mm. whether it be people, whether it be movies, music, relationships, books you read, um, anything, just surround yourself with people who are going to encourage and lift you and not bring you down. Wow. That's good. Surround yourself with positivity. Absolutely. 
I like that. I like that. People, relationships, movies, anything that will give you that anchor. Anything okay. that, that stimulates your mind, your heart, and your soul, and your spirit, just, just make sure that it's positive. Uh, and, and I will tell you, too, that during the course of my, my cancer storm, um, and cancer kind of has an analogy in our lives that, you know, oftentimes negativity in our lives is a form of cancer. Um, and my doctor told me one thing. He said um, one of the critical components to healing is to remove all negative from your life. Um, and at, what, at whatever cost, there is no place for negativity in your life. And that was really uh, by far the, the best counsel he could give me, the best medicine he could give me. Um, because truly, um, you know, our mind kind of, fo- our body kind of follows our mind, and and so just to really saturate your life and your surroundings and your environment with positive people and influences, and and I believe really that made all the difference. And whether it be your faith, your family, um, you know, that is just the most critical thing um, by far. Yeah. And I believe that I believe that was what you know, my faith and my family and the positive. Uh, influences in my life is what sustained me through that horrific storm. Yeah, and that's that's just good stuff because I, I think at some point, if we are really inclined to think about it, each one of us has been impacted by someone who has battled just the the challenge, you know, the storm. I like the way you put a very pretty bow on it, but there's a <laughs> storm of cancer. You know, it's a it's a harsh thing. I know people in my family, my bride, my bride's father, actually. Uh, had cancer and he was able to beat it and uh, but I know that it impacts people around you know the person who is struggling and fighting through it so that part is huge. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. One other thing I would like to say too about about that storm that I went through and and this of course resonates with me now as I move forward but um, so oftentimes you know as a cancer survivor many people don't survive but You know, we're heralded as the hero, and you're the cancer survivor. But in, in my storm, the hero was not even so much my doctors, who were trained professionals, but it was the caregivers in my life and those people who just came up beside me and, and held me up on those days when I was down. And, and you know, those were the real heroes, or were the, were the caregivers, those that just, they didn't know how to handle what was going on. They couldn't be given medicine to treat you know, what they were having to deal with. And so now that I am a survivor and I'm beyond that, I kind of have taken now that role of, you know, there's so many people out there struggling and so many people out there hurting and so many people out there that have dreams and goals. And, and I want to be that place of that caregiver because so many people invested in me during that time. And it's, it really is the least that I can do as out of gratitude for still, you know, remaining on this planet for every day that I live to be, you know, a caregiver and to a help to somebody else, because they were really the ones, you know, and so as a survivor, I don't consider myself a hero or even a superstar. It's, it's the caregivers that, that traveled that journey with me that, that, um, that sustained me. So that's, that's kind of a role that I see that I play in the lives of people and businesses as being that, uh, not necessarily, you know, in, in the term caregiver or babysitter or anything like that, but really just to come along beside them and to help them reach and, and achieve ultimately the successes that they want in life. So, Yeah, and that is a very humbling response that you have as well. There's other people who, um, you know, they, they often say, you know, I'm not lucky, I'm blessed, I, I got through this because of God, and 
I mean, the time that you have to sit there while you're going through chemo and just all the questions that you may have, like, why, you know, why am I going through this or why now? And for us in, in my house, we were blessed that my father didn't have to go through chemo, but God had given me a, a sense of peace to go, okay, I have to be the strong one here in the family in case he does have to go through chemo. I mean, he was in his 60s, so it was like it would have probably sucked the life out of him. And for us to not even have to step into the chair of chemo and be told, no, we got it in time and, and it's a done deal, you have to look at the caregivers and go, wow, they were able to go in there and get all the cells and repair him, you know. And through the, you know, through the grace and mercy of God, that's what kept us all afloat as well. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think one thing, and I, and I love that, you know, one, when you think about Discover the Leader in you, I always tell people that we have just a responsibility to let everybody know that we all have a leader on the inside. And the things that you just shared, I mean, it goes beyond PR. It goes beyond some of the things that we're talking about today. But there are some linkages because when you just said caregiver, you know, someone who champions the cause of others, that's what you're doing with PR. You know, I mean, you're you're getting in front of people and you're crafting that message and you're doing all these different things. But essentially, you're helping people to get to a place that they want to be. And and those individuals that were helping you at the time, you know, as, as your caregivers and those that stood in the gap for you, I think at the end of the day, we all have to be reminded that, hey, we all have a purpose and a plan for our lives. And they had a plan and purpose when they were helping you. But now look at you. <laughs> You're helping right. other and people. Ultimately, and ultimately, that coming along beside people is not about necessarily surviving, but about surviving and thriving. Yes, I like that. I like that. Well, I, I tell you, you don't what, want it to survive life. We want to thrive in life. And that that is my mantra. <laughs> and so, hey, well, you know what? We're going to transition here. We're going to take a quick break, Cindy. And when we get back, we're going to get into the nuts and bolts of this whole PR thing because we all need it. But, you know, it, it's it's a challenging thing. We need to craft it properly so we're perceived correctly. So, hey, everybody, we are talking to Cindy V's and we're talking about how personality plays a role in your public relations. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome back. We are live on air with Cindy, and we're talking about how personality plays a role in your public relations. And we just got to know Cindy a little bit better before diving into her questions because you want to know who's giving you the information. You want to know what their background is and what they're talking about. And so let me remind you guys, the number to call in is 1-888-281-1110. All right, good stuff. I tell you what, you know, Everyone needs to understand that at the end of the day, we're weaving a tapestry that is really related to our stories in life. And by hearing a little bit more about Cindy, I mean, we have just a greater understanding of how she knows some of the subtle nuances related to uh, public relations and why we have to really craft a very specific message. So, Cindy, let me ask you, what is this whole thing of public relations and, and what does it mean for business owners? Well, it really is just what it says. It's about um, relations with the public. It's um, those public relationships. And um, obviously the image and the reputation that um, organizations and people even that they hold with the public, you know, it's very, very important, not just necessarily 
the relationships and the and and how we are perceived today, but how we have been perceived in the past, mm-hmm. how we're perceived today, and also the future relationships um, between those who we have served, that we are serving, and that we hope to serve in the future. So, what it means for businesses um, is critical because public image does uh, affect our bottom line. Uh, it, it definitely does. So it's important um, for businesses to establish and maintain uh, a positive uh, publicity. Um, But more importantly, uh, public relations is so foundational to uh, building long-lasting relationships. Wow. (laughs) You know what? Again, you really made that seem like, ah, you know, it's just this thing, but it's very crucial. The one thing that you shared I, I had not really thought about, how we're perceived in the past, how we're perceived now, and then also future. So how do you try and craft something if it's related to your past? I mean, is it something that you try and kind of keep under wraps or do you? Oh, no, no. <laughs> I, I, well, there's some things that, you know, aren't, aren't, aren't public knowledge. I don't mean, you know, personal failures and so forth. But some there are there is a, a certain time and a place where sometimes that is it is valuable um, to share things from your past. But um you know, in the right in the right platform, um, that it if it could possibly help someone, something that you've overcome, or you know, addiction and so forth. Sometimes that can definitely be a catalyst to to helping others make change in their lives. But um, but public relations is all about. Um, I mean, our whole life is public relations, whether it be the relationships we had publicly at school, mm-hmm. at college, or as a as a young. Uh, you know, employee at Burger King. My very first job was at Burger King flipping burgers. You know, I mean, I mean, it does, it is all relative um, to to who we are. It it is it is it 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 basically, you know, it it is what we have become and and where we want to go with that. So yeah, so um, I, I'm a firm believer that uh, past, present, and future affects past, present, and future. So. Yeah, that's good stuff. That's good yeah. stuff, and it's something for us to be mindful of because, especially with uh, social media right now. I mean, any little thing. <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about that. Yeah, it's social media. Yeah, because, you know, suddenly somebody's in the limelight for something good, and then somebody will find this video from, you know, or this picture from, you know, when you were in college and just doing things that you really shouldn't have been doing. Right. You know, I mean, people just, and there again, that is, you know, um, there's a negative uh audience out there that just looks for negative and tries to bring people down and then there's that okay well yeah I did that I was you know I was kind of you know not real smart in college made some unwise choices but here's what I've learned from it and this is how I've grown from it and this is what I'm going to do with that to better myself and other people in the future see that's good you just spun that (laughs) the way you said that it was like hey well you know hey that was hey we all none of us are perfect we're human (laughs) and we all do some really really tragic, foolish things. Absolutely. you know of somebody who has never done that, I want to meet them. I know that's right. (laughs) (laughs) So now having a better understanding will actually help us to sort of help you as the PR representative, because if we know some of the things we should be staying away from, wouldn't we be able to make your job or your responsibilities a little bit easier as our representation? Um. Yes and no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what's, what's the role then? Tell us the role. Even folks do foolish things. Yeah. Um, 
foolish things. <laughs> I'm I a like witness. That. I like that. You're keeping it real. Grown folks do really do some foolish stuff. Yes, so. I, yes I, I'm, and I'll admit I have one in the last 14 days that I'm still trying to recover from, but <laughs> um, but we're all human, you know, and, and it's what we learn from uh, those unwise uh, choices that is what matters, but and hopefully not harm anyone in the process. But um, really, um, let's talk about first what public relations isn't. And this is, this is from a place of experience for me. I do public relations and marketing. Mm-hmm. What public relations is not, to me, is selling. Um, it is a form of passive marketing, but it isn't, it isn't selling. Um, a person's um, or a business's public reputation and their consumer engagement will oftentimes be more effective than, say, a television commercial, a radio ad, or a magazine ad. So it's not really active um, selling, okay? Mm-hmm. Although the perception does sell or not sell you based upon who, that's all subjective, on who's seeing it, but um, public relations, in my opinion, is not selling. It is a form of passive marketing, but not active selling. Mm. Um, and our role, um, what I see our role uh, in, uh, as a public relations representative for a business or a person um, is to protect the reputation of businesses and people, um, to help the public be informed about what's going on, um, if, it is a, if it's a public uh, person, you know, um, to keep them informed as to what's going on, but but mainly to be a vessel of positive communication to uh, their market and their consumers. So, um, and obviously for individuals, it's to really look out for them and the image that they want to convey to people. Um, but tr- and traditionally, public relations um, has been writing press releases, you know, doing press conferences, that kind of stuff. But we more oftentimes find ourselves as kind of being the gatekeeper of sorts, um, right. you know, for for um, our clients between the press and, and fans and, and, of course, the more notoriety that a person has, that's a little bit, that can be a little challenging at times. But, but again, like, like you mentioned in the introduction, what I call public relations is building bridges um, and maintaining them, not burning them. And so sometimes as a public relations person, we are the bridge builder. You know? Right. Um, and sometimes we're the bridge itself, and that's kind of what I see us as being. And that's that avenue, that's that connection of communication and, and inner workings and engagement between uh, folks and businesses and, and entities. Now, Cindy, <clears throat> I guess one of the things I guess I would love to know is that how flexible do you need to be? Because when you when you really think about some of these things that you're talking about, PR is not selling, it's more passive marketing, you're the gatekeeper and you maintain bridges. For some people... Isn't this a challenge, though? I mean, because everyone's a little different, and they may view their PR as, hey, I need to be in front of as many people as possible and showing what I have or whatever it may be. I mean, how do you how do you leverage that or manage that, you know, so um, it's not a distraction? Yeah, that can that can be challenging because um, it, it's, a, it's a little more difficult when you're representing people because of personalities. And some people really don't give a, don't give a hoot about, their, how the public views them. Right. Um, and depending upon what you're desiring to do uh, in the public, you, you certainly, um, you know, you, you want to have a good reputation. But some people don't really care. Businesses do. 
Um, but it's really having some discernment, and, and, and ultimately it is um, looking out for the best interest of your client. If, if you see your client, is, if, if something has happened, or all you can do is just relay to them your concerns and, uh, you know, if, if need be, institute some damage control or whatever. But um, you can't control your client. All you can do is represent them in the best way possible and encourage them to, you know, to have a good uh, public re- reputation. So. Right. I really like it's, that. It's hard. It's difficult because you have to have the mind of that client, and you have to understand their personality and understand, you know, there there is a whole different level of discernment. Um, not only that, but the best way to convey their message as transparently to their market as possible as well. Yeah, that's good stuff. It sounds like you do a lot of the heavy lifting. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I know we got to get ready to go to break, but when we come back from break, I'd like to know, Cindy, how did you know that this was for you? How did ah. you know that you had what it took? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's definitely like something. Lot, yeah, yeah it, it is. I mean, that's definitely something that I think all of us, I mean, any anyone that hears about some of the things, well, really, you hear about it and you see it on TV, you know, some of these um PR nightmares and then some of the the challenges, but also the positives, too. So when we get ready to uh, come back from break, we definitely want to hear, you know, how you understood that this was really what you should be doing. So. All right. Hey, everybody, you are listening to Discover the Leader in You. And we're talking about how personality plays a role in your public relations. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. Welcome back, everybody, to Discover the Leader in You. We are talking with Cindy about how personality plays a role in your public relations. And ladies and gentlemen, she has been dropping some major nuggets, and she rolls them off her tongue like it's nothing. No, right? <laughs> so I asked her before you we went on break, how did you know this job was for you? How did you know that this calling was placed on your heart to serve others in this capacity? Um, actually, it was um, it kind of was an epiphany during a meeting as I worked at the Chamber of Commerce uh, as executive director, and I was with uh, a publisher of a, of a well-known magazine here in North Florida, and I was my ro- my role uh, was to connect them with um, organizations within our community that. Um, would really, really benefit from what they were offering. And at the end of that conversation, and there was a couple of uh, folks that I had connected them with, um, actually the, uh, the, the owner and the publisher of this magazine, he said, have you ever thought about, you are just so gifted with this, and time after time after time, and, and of course after I transitioned out of uh, my role in Orlando, um, you know, I was like, what is, you know, what really is my purpose and so forth. And, and that day, um, he and uh, his, uh, an associate that was with him was like, you just, this just is so natural to you, you know. And, um, and so I began to kind of, you know, look for information about, you know, what, you know, how to find your purpose, how to find your, you know, whatever. And, and when I read that it was that thing that you do that other people go to school a long time for and work really hard for, that you could do if you didn't get paid for it, and that it just happens naturally, that is what your gift is. And that was the day. And and I remember it as if it was yesterday. And and throughout, you know, I, re- I re- recalled times when people would say, Cindy, you just you just really have a natural ability to bring people together and, 
and 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 so and so that's just that's where it started. Wow. That's where I realized it. Now I think I had a whole lot of uh, practice um, in in building relationships. I am the mother of six children, and I homeschooled for fourteen years. So oh my, uh, <laughs> relationships within my home twenty four seven were. You know, you were constantly having to, um, you know, it was a battle of the wit. So we, yep. we constantly had to engage in. <laughs> yeah, the referee yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and everything else. Diplomacy and, and just really, you know, biting your tongue. And, Absolutely. So that, yeah. was, that was some, you know, some unbeknownst to me practice, I believe. Yeah, and, and I'm sure that that was crucial, too, because I think sometimes even as adults we have to figure out exactly how we can referee a little bit and, and try and make sure people get it. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. So, you know, it's interesting. I, I love the idea that you were able to really understand and operate, you know, in that purpose, because, you know, a lot of people will essentially say, you know what, even if I know what my purpose is, it's going to require me to really embrace courage in order to be able to move forward because mm-hmm. you had just transitioned and then you you stepped right into something else, you know. Yeah. So yeah. that that part can be a challenge. Not only that, though, having somebody else tell you what your gift is. I mean, you not seeing what your talent is, or you not knowing that you could walk in it, and somebody telling you that, hey, this is what you're good at, and then you go out there and step out, and then you have success. That's huge. Yeah, yeah, that's good stuff. Well, and Cindy, let me let me ask you this then. So we've we've covered a few things relative to what, and I love this because Umer actually sent uh, a tweet out. In response to what you said, and he said, uh, you know what? I love this. Uh, she said that PR or public relations is your life. <laughs> it's not just one snippet. So that's that's good stuff. You're getting some great feedback, which is uh, positive from Twitter. Now, one of the things that I see, there's some recent trends in PR. You know, how how exactly or how important is personality in public relations, both personally and professionally, based upon some of these trends. What do you think about that? Uh, personality is vital. Um, of course, nobody wants to be in the room with a negative Nancy, you know. And, <laughs> and um, in fact, I want to just share one thing, um, an experience that I had uh, a couple of years ago. And it was my responsibility on behalf of a nonprofit to train a public relations team, uh, internship team at FAMU. And I had a meeting with them all, and they were these, you know, young college students, and I told them one of the most important things that you can do is have a positive personality and always make sure that you say hello to the person sitting next to you. And, and Because there may be somebody in the room or somebody at the table that you um, may want to connect with or, you know, that you, there's something about them that you probably don't know. And so I gave them an exercise, and I told them we went around the table, and I said, I want you to tell me something, tell everybody at the table something about you that nobody knows, something that you want to do, something that, you know, there's a passion or there's, there's um, this, this dream that you want to, to do. And so as these young um, women and men um, were sharing what their dreams were, one young lady said, I really want to learn how to, to, you know, to do sign language. And another young lady spoke and said, my aunt teaches sign language, you know, and so I, they left that knowing that, don't, you know, there's always somebody out there that you can connect with, and, and you just never know who you're sitting next to or who's sitting across the table That's from you right. what the passions are. So, but having that personality, that positive personality to, um, to really, 
your world be more than just about uh, just about you. But um, personality, going back to your question, is 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 vital. You know, transparency and realism, but not being fake. You know, right. having a good energy that conveys that you really truly do have passion and not only for what you are in your message, but those that you represent and helping others achieve their goals. So um, so really it's like how convincing are you that you believe in what you say and what you represent? You know, reputations, when you're in public relations, reputations are at stake and it should be taken very, very seriously. So, um, And you wouldn't want anyone to represent you in a way that you would not represent yourself. So, you know, um, obviously some personalities, um, part of being... Um, uh, the personality would be um, being friendly um, and professional, not flirty. Um, in this day and age, you have to be very, very careful representing a company because of sexual harassment in the workplace and so forth. So friendly, professional, be an energy giver and, and not an energy taker. And, and, and understand that people feel a certain way after they've been exposed to you. How do they feel? How do you, how do you leave people feeling about who you're representing and who you are. Do they feel, ooh, I don't want to ever see that person again, or, you know, um, but it really truly is a lifestyle. Um, being genuine and honest and truthful, not exaggerating, being a good listener, those are some character qualities. Um, being a positive communicator with your, uh, be, being a positive communicator with your inflection and your, and your language. If you're in person, your eye contact, your body language speaks a lot. Um, your confidence and, and knowledge of what you're talking about and who you are and who you represent, um, but generally just a, an overall positive, genuine interest in um, in what you're doing. Yeah. So, and a people person, that helps too. Yeah, and it's amazing that you say that too because so many times we walk into a room and there's people that they don't even look up and make eye contact. They don't speak to you. They don't say anything. And and I go, they never know, like, we may be leading their, you know, consulting training. and You never know who's in the room. You never know what, you know, what's going to happen, but you always greet the person or come in or, yeah. you know, they may be having a bad day and you just smiling and greeting them changes the entire environment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good stuff right there. I mean, If I'm the- having a bad day, I will cancel my appointments because I would rather, <laughs> I would rather reschedule when, you know, because we're not all, we're not all up every day, you know, um. We, but we do want to convey, not that we're not human, but, you know, sometimes it is better to, you know, uh, to, to, to postpone an engagement when, you, when you're in a better mindset. So it, it does matter. Yeah. And, you know, it's so funny. I mean, again, we're talking about some of the nuggets that you're sharing, and I hope that someone heard that because at the end of the day, you don't want to devastate an opportunity because you're not at your best. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's one of those things when, even when, um, you know, I'm an avid golfer. I love to golf. And, you know, it's one of those things that one day you can be on Cindy. I mean, I'm hitting it like, I don't know, a foot from the hole birdies next time. It's horrible. You're throwing golf clubs (laughs) into the lake. I do get that. (laughs) I mean, it's frustrating, but the, the point that I'm trying to make is that we have up days and we have some down days. And the reality is that you have to be mindful and you have to be prudent because you yeah. don't want to mess up an opportunity because we're all human. And that's certainly right. doable right. Uh, by taking uh, maybe just a, a negative attitude into it. So, you know, I think and we're going to, have to take a break here in a second. But, you know, I think people need to understand that, you know, anything that we do, it's, it's something that we have to develop. You know, we create 
um, just our craft of doing things. And it sounds like you've been doing this long enough that you're creating, you know, these relationships. You understand the subtle nuances that need to take place. You understand where people may need to grow in certain areas. And, and also you're creating outside relationships. And one of the things I wanted to ask you uh, relative to effective media outlets, you know, what are some of those that are actually out there that will help you improve PR? Well, for in my opinion, mm-hmm. uh, social media, active, consistent exposure and engagement through social media is really, really very, very important. But personal appearances, too, and, and networking, you know. Um, but particularly with social media, people like to share their stories. Um, and so, you know, Obviously, there's the, 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 you know, the traditional uh, forms of public relations with media press releases and written, you know, this and that. But when people can actually share their personal encounters with people um, or organizations and it, and it comes out in a positive light, that does, it does resonate with so many other people, and people do appreciate. And, and, and especially with, uh, I do, I, I work with several speakers, and, you know, um, over and over and over again, um, it just is proving to be so important for that social media component, you know, uh, to show that they really are live, real people, you know, right. connecting with real live people. Yeah, and Cindy, you know, we're going to pick this back up, but even before we go to break, I think one of the interesting things, you know, people will put comments even on my Facebook page or Twitter, and they'll say things like, it's just nice, thank you for sharing a part of your life with us. And it's like, oh, (laughs) okay, well, I'm not sure that's what you wanted, So, (laughs) but you have to be intentional with that part of it and really uh, just share, you know, and that goes back to personality, and we definitely got to, talk about that when we come back uh, from the break because it can be a little uncomfortable everyone's not uh, open <laughs> for yeah, that sort true. of stuff so hey everybody you are listening to cindy v's on discover the leader in you and hey make sure you stay tuned we're talking about how personality plays a role in your public relations we'll be right back Welcome back to Discover the Leader in You. We are wrapping things up with our guest, Cindy, talking about how personality plays a role in your public relations. So I want to remind you all to call in with your questions before we end our show and also remind you it will be replayed um, on our website. So be on the lookout for that. The number to call in is 1-888-281-1110. Yeah, that's good stuff. Cindy, before we went to break, we were talking about just the just the idea that, hey, everyone, even though it's a, a effective and great media outlet in the social media, it can be a different thing, you know, because it's something I alluded to at the top of the show. The whole idea of actually, you know, being so transparent that people have a window into your life. What if that's not your comfort level? You know, someone like myself, I'm an introvert. <laughs> Just so you know, that's a little bit of a challenge. How do you deal with that? Well, um, you know, used to be public relations was primarily um, doing, before the age, this age of social media and so forth, um, it was traditionally all on paper and faxing to news agencies and so forth. But 
with this age of social media that we are in, companies operate and people live in glass houses. Mm-hmm. And um, and whether or not, in fact, I just taught a social media class this past week, and I said, whether you're on social media or not, you're on social media because right. people will be out there talking about you whether you see it or not. That's right. <laughs> so, 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 it, for all intents and purposes, we all do live uh, in glass houses. So, it's just one of those things that we have to accept, you know, uh, as as being what's going on now in our world and, and and the future as well. So, whether we like it or not, social media is part of our life, and social media can do a lot of damage to us. So, the best thing for us to do is to be proactive on the front end and and be involved and give people um, that avenue by which if they do have something they want to say bad about us, uh, that we're on top of it and that we're knowledgeable of it and that, you know, we're, we're informed that we can make uh, wise choices with how to handle that uh, on the backside. So, um, so you know, the, um, the fact that we're introvert or extrovert or we like it or we don't uh, does nothing other than... Uh, except we have to know that it's, it's there. Whether we utilize it or not, it's there. So I told these people in this class, I said, hashtag your name and see if there's anything out there about you, you know, if somebody had the courtesy to <laughs> hashtag you, you know. But but being on social media does give people an outlet uh, where they can air their beef. And, um, you know, so, and, and, and two, more and more executives and CEOs are, are using uh, social media to enhance their own public relationship and the image of the company. So um, Richard Branson is one of my favorite influencers, and I just love uh, that how engaged he is. And I'm sure he has social media managers, but, but it really shows that he sees the value. And, uh, and he's walked many, many miles in success and failures before me, so uh, we can take that and learn from it. But, um, but, yes, there is a level of, you know, transparency and open communication that, I believe consumers expect, but um, and there is we can be too transparent, but um, but all we can do is just give give the public the best image of us that that and not fake, but you know, um, but but really it's about building those relationships and connecting and engaging with those people who who want to hear our message. Yeah, and see that's good. I mean, I love the idea that we have to be authentic. And either you can get in front of things, as you shared, or you can just kind of react to them. And, you know, it's one of those things um, when you sign up, uh, and maybe you can help me with this. I don't know the correct terminology for it, but when you sign up for the, I think they're updates from Google, whenever something is written about you or something is said about you, it pops up. And yep. I, I've had that. <laughs> I've had that it's a called a Google alert, and I definitely recommend that you have that out there. It's called a Google alert. Yes, and yes. Um, you just set it for yourself, and I have I have it actually set on all of my clients so that if anything, and I have it to come to me immediately as soon as it's published to the web, so that I'll get an email uh, from Google that says uh, Google alert so and so, and it'll give the article, and and it'll all come up, and so yeah, so that that's a good way of. Just kind of being on the front end of things. You know? Absolutely, yeah. It is. It's worked for me several times, and I I like that. It's all positive stuff, uh, Cindy. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's a, good. That's good. <laughs> that's a very good thing. So, Cindy, let me ask you this: um, If people wanted to work with you, if they wanted to engage you, how would they get in contact with you? I mean, what's uh, some of your information? How do they get you? Um, the best The best way to get me uh, would be to visit my website, um, CindyVs.com. 
and all my contact information is there, what we do, the business services that we provide, my, my office phone number is there, my email address is there, but just go to my website, www.cindyvs.com, and that tells the tale of what I do <laughs> and right. how to get a hold of me. <laughs> you said tales the tale. All right, tells I like the tale. that. <laughs> it tells the tale. Yeah. Well, let me, let me ask you this. Um, this is the part I think everyone wants to know. What do you need to do in the event of a PR crisis? Oh, what, what happens? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I have an acronym that I use for PR crises. Okay. And, but, but obviously the best, um, the best thing is to be proactive um, to, possi- you know, to, to avoid such situations. And don't, don't provoke people <laughs> to, to create crises. Um, and ultimately, in public relations, it's really not a matter of if, but there will be a crisis of some sort. Um, so be prepared with a plan uh, to respond positively and not react negatively. And so my acronym is, is FACTS, F-A-C-T-S. And the first would be to fact-find, to investigate, if, it's, if you're a corporation, uh, to get, get as much background information on the event as possible. And then A would be to acknowledge and admit if there was something wrong, if, if your company or you did acted uh, incorrectly or responded incorrectly, um, but acknowledge and admit that. And C would be to really genuinely care about the consumer and show concern um, because what, what our reputation should matter uh, to people. Um, and then the T would be to be truthful in our action and our response to convey uh, the truth as it as possibly as can be without um, slandering or without uh, you know uh, shedding a negative light on someone else, and then the S would be to seek to reestablish and rebuild any broken relationships that were caused as a result of that crisis. So that would be um, what I would say for you know someone you know that that's kind of what I and I do have I have had crises that you know and and that in a humble way. Uh, to follow that acronym, FACTS. Wow. I like that. So let me just make sure I have this. You fact find about the actual event itself. Mm -hmm. You acknowledge it. Mm -hmm. And then you said care. Care. About the care and show concern for the consumer. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then truthful. Truthful with your response and your action. I like that. I like that. Seek to reestablish any broken relationships. Yes. Or harmed, or any relationships that were harmed as a result of that crisis. Wow, Cindy, that is that is really good stuff. I like that. Yeah. I like that. You know, so Cindy, we're getting ready to transition here. Is there one nugget I guess that you would share uh, relative to really what our listeners could take away if they wanted to do well with PR? What would be a foundational thing that they would need to do? Oh, wow. Is that a lot? That's a loaded question. (laughs) Um, um, Just be true to yourself and to the people that you represent. Mm -hmm. You know, um, public relations is not for everyone. Um, But um, really to uh, to just, just, and again, to surround yourself with positivity because that ultimately will become your world. If you, if you live in a negative world, you're going to become a negative person. Mm-hmm. If you live in a positive world, you're going to be a positive person, and you're going to exude you know, uh, positive energy to those around you and affect people positively. So what, that, that's an old thing, and I don't know who, who said it, but you become the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. So, um, so 
So definitely just be surround yourself with positivity because I think that that is truly the key to longevity. Yeah, that certainly has quite a bit to do with it. And it's certainly one of those things that we all can work on, <laughs> you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, life happens and things just really encroach and it can be a little interesting. So, Cindy, we didn't really get a chance to talk about this part of it. And we're going to transition here. But one of the things that you do, you have so many people that you're working with and they're having success because of what you're doing on the PR side. So I just want to let everybody know that if you want to get connected with someone that can help you to move forward, especially in terms of uh, public relations or marketing, you definitely want to reach out to Cindy. So Cindy, thank you for being on the show today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It truly, truly has been a special, special time for me. Oh, thank you so much. Hey, everybody, make sure that you are intentional. Uh, Make sure that you're leaving this thing out on a daily basis. Just want to remind everybody that if you navigate to jasoncarthen.com, we are actually trying to bless you. Make sure you stay connected and use uh, I Speak Life for your coupon code. And make sure you're getting trained up, doing some good things in that way. All right? Be intentional, everybody. And live life on purpose. All right. Take care now, everybody. You've been listening to Discover the Leader in You with the leadership linebacker, Dr. Jason Carthen. We want to hear from you. Connect with us now. Visit our blog and visit our website at jasoncarthen.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Enterprises. Follow us on Twitter at Jason Carthen. Let's keep the conversation going. And if you want to listen to the podcast, go to jasoncarthenradio.com. Be sure to join us every Saturday at 2 p.m. on AM 1420, The Answer, to discover the leader in you.